Okay, start the music. That's right. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. This is a good luck episode, you guys. Back again. This is the most good luckiest episode. Luck. Oh. Hey, on the game with the always, fade. Always super That's punctual. Right. What up? Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's the Greasy Conversation Talk Show on Radio Vegas. Oh, uh, you thought we were done. Dot rocks. Oops. <laughs> Sneaking a little extra intro. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know. It's just that kind of, kind of day. Psych. There's like, a, there's like a hidden subtext to this episode that is... I forgot my AC adapter to my laptop, so I had to grab another computer in the studio and like make it do all this stuff. And you would not like believe how much extra work that one <laughs> AC adapter yeah. cost. You wouldn't insane. believe. Like forgetting that one, that small little piece of the puzzle. Just. Yeah, I didn't have time to put the driver in the in the button pad, fella, which is called a Novation launch pad for those inside baseball people. So we got Greg on the triggering of the clippies. Clips. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually for once. Oh, hey, and I can show you us now. Look, at that's us. That was enough intro screen time. And also, hey, throw some love at our YouTubes. It's really hard to get YouTube subscribers when you launch everything on Facebook like we did. So if you can toss a sub to Greasy Conversation and Radio Vegas rocks all one word, it'd really help us out. In the meantime, I'd be amiss if I didn't mention that RadioVegas.rocks has an app. You might have heard of it, but you might not have heard that if you get it and register on it, we're not going to bug you until we let you know that you may have won. Uh, and if you've won, because you're likely to, it's possible, win Aerosmith tickets. What? We're giving Very away true. the best giveaway we've ever had, the most thorough, most giveaway-ly giveaway is these VIP Aerosmith tickets where you're like up there with them. You're like hanging out. It's a uh, VIP Lee. So Vipley. Yeah. <laughs> this is the time when I hit some buttons randomly. Zwing. I'll just <laughs> make, I'll, you just say button and I'll make a sound. <laughs> and no. <laughs> Fail. This is like one of the only few sound effects I have. So <laughs> we so have a row of those rows. Those three rows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Those are okay. where the juice is. Yeah, you labeled them a while ago and then didn't label them because then it was just like, this one's called... Yeah. Like, furious door slam in the wind. And there's like, swooshy, <laughs> whoosh whistle. Yeah. Angry train. And then, like, that whole episode was just like, what are all the stingers called? Yeah, and then I had to move it to another computer and it was a different Ableton version. It wouldn't load the one where I named everything. So oh. it was just, it was hopeless. It's like, screw all that. But you guys can learn and grow with us. You can follow along on the adventure. You can even see our show notes that we're going to look at and, and peruse with you. Whee! These are linked at woz.lol or just greasyconversation.com um, for this episode. Party in with us. All right. Let's see if we can find that submarine of knowledge. Yeah, it's the, it's the top hill. It's, the, it's the top hill. Oh. I was trying to search for it. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, submarine of knowledge. Yeah, so let's <laughs> let's dive in. Now now we got our bearings, so now everything now submarine everything of is, knowledge. We're in the submarine of knowledge. <laughs> everything is right in the world. That was saucy. Yeah, that was a bit of a rushed echo time. Alright. So knowledge. <laughs> let's just <laughs> I can't help but laugh. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's All what right. it's for. We're not doing this for not fun. Yeah. Well that it's, it's fun. <laughs> I dig it. All right, so let's just jump in. We got some crazy news stories, got some interesting stuff. But uh, 
On Wednesday, a train derailed in our very own Elko, Nevada. Wherever the fuck that is. It's it's somewhere between it's, it's somewhere between here and that other place you're trying to go. You just have to drive by signs that say this way to Elko. It's within grenade and bomb range. Yeah, so this this train derailed, twenty two cars derailed. But it was uh it's within tr- bomb range. Transporting bombs, grenades, ammonium nitrate, which isn't like really deadly, but it isn't pleasant if it like gets on your skin. Um and aluminum oxide, if you see all that white powder that's all over everywhere, that's aluminum oxide. And I actually looked up some of the stuff that's used for it. It's mixed with paint to give like a shimmery, sparkly effect. It's used um, for uh, in some makeup for that reason. It's used in, as an mm. insulator. It's just a, a form of aluminum. Uh, so, But it's not hazardous. It's not very hazardous. You, can't, you shouldn't breathe it in, but like people can clean it up without... Yeah, but I think it's probably, like, concentrated. I imagine being transported, so it's probably not, like, good. But hopefully no. I don't imagine people are just, like, hanging around, like, train tracks getting, like, shit spilled on them when there's a derailment. (laughs) (laughs) Poosh! That's where that comes in. I feel really bad for you if you're anywhere near this train. You are not up to anything fun. You are not having a good day. No. No one wants to be in the middle of Elko, Nevada. Sorry, Elko. No. And then I saw, like, someone, like, one of my... Uh, friends just posted something on Facebook. Like they actually had a package en route that was on this train. No, they got delayed. Yeah, they got delayed because <laughs> of the train. Well, at least they know where it's at. Yeah, I hope, right. I hope it like, wasn't why. stored near the grenades and bombs. No, yeah, <laughs> right. I hope not. Supposedly, the grenades and bombs that were traveling on this train were not on the same part of the train that derailed. Oh, uh, okay. Close gotcha. call. Yeah, that's the thing about like these these articles. They're always. Uh, clear about that and i think the one i pulled i had to dig in yeah it wasn't very clear and then just like bits i heard about weren't very clear as well they're just like train loaded with munitions blows up <laughs> sounds you're like, good you're like that that didn't happen blow guys. up stuff went everywhere yeah <laughs> things were super blow up super boom boom time <laughs> we all almost blew up Right. See, this is a good luck episode. Yeah, totally. Super we we didn't bad. blow up, right? <laughs> yeah, no one, no one spontaneously combusted yet. If you're tuning in on this sign. one, you're, you're tuning to like the luckiest episode we've probably ever had. Nothing, I love luck. Nothing's not lucky on this episode. Yeah. Just randomly. Wait a minute. Right. Why didn't I hear that in the headphones, the kaboom Uh-oh. of this? Uh-oh. Give me one more kaboom. Let's double check. Maybe I turned it down a little. Oh, no, it's in there. It's just a little weak. It's not the strongest kaboom, but she's there. (laughs) All right. As long as they heard the intro song. We have to start all over if they didn't hear the intro music. Oh, yeah. Because Lord knows that's that's a a once-in-a-lifetime experience there. Absolutely. That that doesn't happen every time. Nope. (laughs) All right. And then this this story, man. We're chugging. Sometimes you just can't believe shit that happens, right? And also, in my favorite category of news... Try me. I'm super good at believing stuff. Meth news. <laughs> oh, yeah. This one's so in your category. This, this is this the ultimate week, example. This week in meth news. <laughs> I was on last time when there was meth news. Yeah. You mean every time? Since then. Since meth news has been a thing. <laughs> I that was episode to, three, by the way, was the last time. Yeah. You if you're looking for the other... This season, episode three. Dang. So this yeah. takes place in limestone county alabama 
Alabama. Nothing, no shortage of Alabama news. Yeah. And authorities arrested a man and were looking for his partner in crime (laughs) after they found meth, other drug paraphernalia, because of course, body armor, and most importantly, an attack squirrel. These pictures. Dude, these guys were like keeping a little squirrel locked up in his little cage, feeding it meth, and keeping it as an attack squirrel. Now, if they were doing any training <coughs> for the squirrel, I don't know. It's not really clear. But just that they thought it was an attack squirrel. So yeah. whether it actually was an attack squirrel, we may never know. Whether this squirrel could really fend off a good solid kick. Because I feel like I could aim a good kick at it. Because, you know, you have the, you have the intensity of the meth, but that disorganized thought. It's just going to piss it off. It's going to come back. That, that disorganized thought's a bitch. That squirrel's going to think one way and then move another and then run in a circle and just going to forget where it was going and just, like, that's plenty of time to kick it. Yeah, because squirrels already right. do that. And, yeah. like, look, if you don't have food in your hand for a squirrel, like, it's already an attack squirrel. <laughs> but, you know? That's true. Like, it's just, I, when I was a kid, my, uh, we went to visit, like, some family, uh, some, like, small wooded area in texas like next to a lake my great-grandparents or something and my dad's out back in the day with the old video camera you know and there's all these like squirrels around and they've been living around people so long that they're they're comfortable with people and they'll like come up and take food out of your hand so he tries to feed it like an acorn or something and the next thing he knows like the squirrel latched on his finger and it's just hanging off and he's flinging it like this (laughs) and it was like a cartoon like where something bites someone's finger and they're just flinging it up and down yeah it's pretty awesome but I've Same had that squirrel. experience with an alligator lizard. What? Oh, yeah? Yeah, you said they look like little bananas. You would, Waz. <laughs> Good Lord. And then you're like, well, the little mouth's only the size of my finger. How can it? Let's check you out. Yeah, what, what, it didn't did it What's the worst that, that can happen? <laughs> you know, you're only going to have an open wound on something that harvests salmonella. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> you're just supposed to wash your hands after you, after you handle lizards because they can just the old reptiles salmonella you up i mean these dudes i mean do these guys no look like that what goes man <laughs> like what was the thought process for these guys to not want to just get like a dog and attack like make an attack dog or something you know like yeah just get why a- the squirrel why why did they go there they're like no man the dog is too obvious man the CIA can hear yeah. the dog through the bugs. Through the bugs. Right? But they can't hear the squirrel. This is that disorganized thought. Yeah. Because they go around like, the squirrel's cute and it can go in my pocket. But there's pocket dogs that already attack people right away, too. Pocket yeah, dogs. But the yes. way their legs don't <laughs> fold, I mean, their legs are all awkward. They don't quite go in a pocket. It's more like a dog swing. And the squirrel's just cute. But so the cute's a goal, but I need that attacking, and it's just this circular, disorganized thought loop. That's like why you don't have like a lot of success revolving around meth. Yeah, not like, yeah. Like the, some success forms like like Adderall. Some people might do like the corporate <laughs> thing, or like EMTs might roll with that for a minute. But that's a way more balanced set of two chemical actors in the brain that usually go next to each other where meth will just slam the hell out of one of them leaving the other one just dangling yeah and confused. yeah there's a huge difference yeah yeah you it's can true. fall into like a weird twitchy nap on meth it's flailing around napping and like talking to people and stuff it's ridiculous i would not know that so. then, then your teeth fall out well you don't want that they at least get loose 
you don't do yeah. it long enough for them to fall out, they're not going to like stay in there well. Get Even if loose. you brush your teeth a lot. The thing that most people don't know is that they actually don't get loose by the effects of meth, but it's actually that once you start doing meth, the CIA starts tracking you and they break into your apartment when you sleep and they loosen your teeth little by little over time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they climb At least there. that was my experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. So I don't good. know about y'all, but CIA's definitely been stealing my teeth. <laughs> CIA been stealing my teeth. <laughs> Who's the real tooth fairies? <laughs> okay, that's a button. CIA's <laughs> been stealing my teeth. <laughs> New stinger. Give me one. Nice. No, uh, Craig, you have to give uh -huh. me one or I'm going to be sad. Yes. Nice. Still not convinced that broadcast. <laughs> I heard it on the on the, this speaker and not like, give me, can you give me one more just to make sure it's really going in headphone town? Yeah, yeah. It's there now. That's right. Now we have a show. Mm, hear that suspense. Oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> it's like a blanket made of tunes, made of broadcasting. Suspense. Yeah, it's my blanket made of airwaves. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you guys broadcast, broadcast fever. Everybody yeah, broadcast. Just broadcast anything. Um, so <laughs> this, you're like the lowest key hype man. You're like, yeah, just yeah. broadcast something. Yeah, you know, yo, yo, what he said. Do it or not. <laughs> eh. It's the best like type of hype man. Right. It's like eh. that new low key generation. You know, because the kids they're like. Oh, that's chill. Like, chill is the new cool. Yeah. And, like, low-key, people will be like, oh, it's low-key. Awesome. I mean, it's, like, really awesome. But it's not all making a big deal about it. So that's, like, the new hype man is like, yeah, you can probably do that. Like, yeah, that, that's cool, bro. <laughs> that's the new hype. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Nailed so it. Then we got the, this. Is, this is just a great article about troubleshooting for these GE bulbs. Oh! So I had no idea what, what, that it was a thing. Wait, I have to real quick say the attack squirrel. That was an Ange Kerfoot news contribution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this GE light bulb is pure me. I have to show you guys the, the process for resetting your GE light bulb. I'm, and it's not to say that we shouldn't all jump on the smart light bandwagon and have all our light bulbs on the internet so that people really? can, can hack our lecon at light. But <laughs> do you want to read the instructions, Jordan? Yes. <laughs> step one. Seriously, step one is just turn on for eight seconds. Sit there. One Mississippi. In the instructions, they tell you to use the Mississippi method. Count one Mississippi, two Mississippi. What's step two? Turn off for two seconds. All right. Now we've made it past. Uh, what's step three? Turn on for eight seconds. Mm. Is step four similar to step two? Mm. Turn off for two seconds. Uh, yeah, it looks like the same as step two. How many total steps do we have? Friggin' 11. <laughs> and they're literally all the same thing. It just it alternates. Ridiculous. What's better yeah. yet is that's after a firmware update. The old version had uh, 13 steps. So it was just two extra <laughs> turn on for eight seconds. No. You wouldn't know whether uh, you the first turn on is eight seconds. All the next turn ons Wait are two second. seconds, except for the last two, which are eight. Oh. When you, <laughs> if you actually look further, there's actually thirteen of them now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. It was eleven at start. 
And now we're on to 13. See? Yeah, that's the old version. They improved it. Oh, so they, <laughs> they cut two steps. They cut two steps. You motherfuckers. And they made all the turn-ons eight seconds so that it would take you like an hour and a half to get your ball bruise out. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever a smart heard. smart bulb. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, so freaking smart. I'm going to get a job resetting people's smart bulbs. Wicked smart. And just yeah, charge by the hour. wicked fast. <laughs> then you might have make some cash. You have how many bulbs in your house? It takes how long to reset each one? Good lord. <laughs> this is a light bulb. Be like, here tall. What does this protect you from? Is this whole process so that your light bulb doesn't turn into a Russian spy? Like what? Um, I Of course it is. Is there microphones in this light bulb? Why? <laughs> but, I mean, it's our government's brother. already spying on us through the light bulbs, so. Yeah. Light bulbs are listening. It's true. That was good. Yeah, grab that orange lever whenever you feel like it. I always, I know you were telling me about that the other day. <laughs> it does work. <laughs> yeah, you use it in the other room. It's addictive, right? Well, I haven't used it. No, I oh. at some points I think I was messing with it. At, you know, and like, tune oh, in, this is what this does. But tune in to faded and elevated, you guys. Who's gonna bust out that echo? When? Oh. When? Uh, shout out your show times real quick. Yeah, we got Saturday four p.m. and Mondays at one. And if you forget, you can go to RadioVegas.rocks and check out the schedule page where there's a ton of rad shows for you to check out. For example, Two Clueless Dudes, you can check out at TwoCluelessDudes.com. Viva Ska Radio, which you were just uh, up into a chunk of that a minute ago if you're on RadioVegas.rocks. It's a good time. There's a ton of them. Uh, There's the New World Ghost uh, radio show. Love it. That just premiered. And there's an episode of that on YouTube right now if you go to the radiovegas.com radio vegas rocks all one word youtube and i also have a page y'all at faded and elevated and also my group hashtag funky fresh posse and that is with a ph i think we gotta do our first commercial chug commercial chug (gasps) yes jerky that you get at your local convenience store well stress no more Introducing Hangover Joe's, a brand that carries a whole line of I was like, what is what it's is beef? new? I was like, what is get jerky? H Joe takes pride in making gourmet style, high quality, tender cut jerky products. That's why H Joe has successfully refined the process of making beef jerky, making sure you receive only the highest quality USA beef jerky on the market today, featuring eight original flavors. H2 uses a blended marinade of alcohol and spices which brings out the distinctive flavors of our beef jerky. After just one bite, you'll know that this is not like any other brand on the market. This is not your father or grandfather's beef jerky. You will love the quality of our jerky, and you will love its outstanding gourmet flavors. H2 beef jerky is absolutely jerky-licious. Cold Cock, American Herbal Whiskey, a proud sponsor of RadioVegas.rocks. Enjoy responsibly. Hey, RadioVegas.rocks listeners. I'm sure you've heard by now that if you download the free RadioVegas.rocks app and register it, you have a chance of winning two VIP tickets to the hottest residency in town, Aerosmith. That's right, these two VIP tickets will put you on stage with the band. It also includes two round-trip tickets and a three-day, two-night stay to see one of the greatest rock bands ever. Just download the app, register to win, share it with your friends, and you may see Aerosmith in Las Vegas on November 21st 
For more details, just visit RadioVegas.rocks. Don't wait too long. Do it now. Hello, hello, everybody. This is DJ Fade from Faded and Elevated, and I am so excited to talk to you guys about Deluxe Cleaning Service. Yeah, that's right. Miss Blanca Lopez, she is the cat's meow, y'all. She comes to your house. She comes to your office. She comes wherever you need her to go, and she cleans that sucker up like it's never been cleaned before. Yeah, that's right. She will come absolutely anywhere. Wherever you need her, she's there to keep you clean in the deluxe way. <laughs> and we're back. Hey, we're back. Right. You guys, it's, uh, I was in the bathroom and there's dude products there. Oh, Guys, yeah. wipe your dude. Wipe your dude. Yeah. Got to do it. Welcome back. It's Greasy Conversation on Radio Vegas dot rocks. Um, you know, I, we're not to True be stopped. Statement. We're freaking unstoppable. Uh, we would do this on our phone if we had to. And in fact, I wanted to mention that we used to do that in the car. We used to mount a phone in the car. And if you look up hashtag drive home live, you can see like we had like... It was like a hundred episodes. Yeah, we did quite a few of us doing the the beginning of this format in the car, which I love. Yeah, so fun. Thanks. That was the origin story of this year. I think you need to do like a throwback at some point. Yeah, right. Drive home live uh, on an anniversary or something. Redux. But with like all the equipment in the car. <laughs> all this. All this, just like in the car. <laughs> it would be awesome. You should do actually a photo shoot that way. It would be hilarious. That's a really good idea. That is. You're welcome. I funny. come with all the good ideas. <laughs> sure. I'm like bathing in Cat 5 right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cat 5E. We're, we're like, we're playing in here. Playing in. Cat 5, shit's Cat 6, look out. Cat, see, it is the cat's meow. Cat five and a half. Swing, <laughs> swing, swing. Oh man, see, that's worth a kaslammy. Kaslam. Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not on them because I got to switch between. Oh, the news situation yeah. and the and the kaslamis. I'll try. All right, so on a uh, Amazon Prime has released a show about um, this novel written by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett called Good Omens. About an angel and a demon joining forces to stop the Antichrist from coming about, thus preventing the apocalypse, right? One of my mom's favorite books, and a cousin of mine, too. They talked about it all the time when this book was hip. It's just a legendary book. Yeah, I, I haven't read it. I've always, you know, it's in, like, the, the big list of books that I've always yeah. wanted to read and just haven't yet. Because um, that's how life is sometimes, folks. But anyway, so the show's debuted on... Uh, Amazon Prime recently, and a group of 20,000 Christians started a petition calling for the cancellation of good omens. I won't say that 20,000 started it, but 20,000 people signed this petition. petition, And it just shows how much uh, people will sign a petition not knowing anything about what they're signing. Yeah, and the key thing is, is that they were petitioning for Netflix to cancel the series. Yeah. Yeah, and Netflix did not have the show. Yeah. Because it was mocking God's wisdom. <laughs> that wisdom, though. <laughs> Yo. But uh, but they don't have the wisdom to see what network or, like, platform is even showing this. 
Well, yeah. but first of all, who doesn't like Frances McDormand? Okay, anything she's in is fantastic. So and just, David Tennant, like as good. a demon, like I come think on, it's yeah. great. This you know what? Be like, thanks for the demon awareness. Ridiculous. You know, just go read the Bible more. It'll be better. Yeah, and <laughs> Stop I Stop wasting time. Yeah, and like one of the uh, supporters have signed a petition in which they say that Good Omens is, quote, another step to make Satanism appear normal, light, and acceptable. Yeah, I, I don't want to mock Christianity per se, but I do want to mock the concept of petitioning against something that you obviously have put zero effort into understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or That's even like looking at one episode of. You don't even know what platform it's on. They yeah, or like <laughs> maybe the story like has a good message, like a demon helping an angel to prevent the apocalypse. Ooh, dump, oh, dump, I mean, dump. hey, like oh, could be some interesting concepts nestled in there. Redemption? Yeah. of something per- perceived as evil like maybe Mary Magdalene I don't know it's like, like doesn't doesn't isn't God's forgiveness like boundless like yeah. can't he forgive anyone if he decided to God can do anything right yes like didn't Jesus kick it with the sinners and the people that needed help with stuff yeah. No, no, that was, the... that was, you're, you're thinking of, you're thinking of poor Jesus, all right? <laughs> oh, we're talking about that new age wealthy Jesus. We, we, got, we, got, we got supply side Jesus now. Supply side Jesus? <laughs> like legit, if you have never, no, if you have never seen the supply side Jesus comic, Google that shit. It's fucking oh, yes. hilarious. Please get that training I think, on I think Twitter. it was, uh, oh I think gosh. it was, was Al Franken who like wrote it supply and had it cartoon. I think. So <laughs> But yeah, it's it's really hilarious. Where like Jesus, uh, you know, doesn't do anything for anyone because it doesn't help the uh, yeah. ownership class. It's pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah, I love how everything spoken of by supply side economics people is all thought experiments and like how things should be. Meanwhile, every bit of research ever done into any application of supply-side economics has proven it to be unsuccessful and not benefit anybody. Not even the corporations that, like, progress less because they coast more with the extra money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, they could be making more by giving the people who spend all their money more money yeah. to spend. Right. <laughs> and but, it comes you know. back around when the, when the consumers have money yeah. to vote with their dollar. But, you know, The best whatever. corporations thrive. But you just throw it at the corporations and they just make uh, GM vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hundred oh, percent. Enjoy your Chryslers, everybody. <laughs> All right. Where did Jesus they... drive a Chrysler? Anything? I don't want to talk badly about people that own Chryslers. I I, I more want to be sympathetic. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that was so sweetly savage. Right. I mean it. The, I mean it nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's that ominous. Oh, that really helps the ominous. And I'm like, yeah, ominousness. Yeah. Dig it. It's good though. It's good. we like it. Yeah, we love that ominous excitement. Uh-huh. There's got to be someone, some jock cheering about the yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> ominous, man. Woo. Let's do this. Spooky dog. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. All right. So. Uh, I guess there has apparently been a spike in UFO sightings, Ooh. which has spiked, sparked a major government response, being that the uh, more and more Navy pilots have been reporting UFO sightings, 
So it actually, uh, the Pentagon and, and those in the know have had to brief um, the president and senior officials about these UFOs. And right off the bat, anytime you mention a UFO, everyone assumes you're talking about an alien. Like right away. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, there's never been more experimental aircrafts that are unmanned flying yeah, around. Right? Like, plus public people. There's, everyone can make their own drone. Yeah. They can make a drone with like 12 rotors on it if they want. You can make a drone uh, shaped like a giant floating alien wiener. And uh, it's just... Surprise, the text there. Yeah. It costs less than a Hyundai Accent. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sure. like there's UFOs all over the place. Yeah. That's very true, Oz. That's so, a really good way to look at it. UFO, if we just look back to what, what, what that What actually means, stands for. Unidentified <laughs> flying object, not unidentified alien, alien object. object or anything like that. Uh, I mean, some of them might be yeah. driven by, piloted by aliens. We don't know because they're unidentified. That's what the U stands for. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. I had no idea. I know. And meanwhile. Uh, Thank you for there's new policies as far as reporting too i've heard they've just generally opened channels for reportings so there's less stigma to military people reporting ufos yeah yeah but i mean if you've I mean, got a boring job and you're staring at the sky all the time you're gonna see hella aliens yeah but there there were so, like on the any of the shows back that would like cover alien abductions or ufo sightings there's some crazy like pilot like listening back to pilots like talking between each other when they see one and how they did like describe the movement and they're like uh nothing like we know of can move that way like where they're talking like just something just like stops yeah. and then totally changes direction like mm. like nothing or just like hovers like well they talk that like okay if someone was in there they would have been totally squished by the g-forces but g-force there's no one inside a drone so yeah that's it can true. have all the g's forever that's very, that's true. very true. We can build things that survive the G's of uh, leaving the atmosphere and re-entry and uh, orbiting other planets and stuff. I mean, Voyager got slingshotted around a bunch of planets. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can handle this with our robots. Nice. We robots to, aren't aliens. We know how to do shit. Not yet, they aren't. Not yeah, in fact, SETI, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, has reconsidered their whole strategy because there seems to be just a, such a lack of any intelligent pattern signals coming uh, from nearby us enough. We've got to look further. Oh. But this, isn't, this shouldn't be surprising, given that um, we are in this one galaxy, and this galaxy is light years across, and it could take the entire evolution of our civilization from our first broadcasts of the Lucy show uh, that amount of time for that radio energy to travel, it's just that is that hasn't even left the, the our galaxy yet. So someone could be on that phase at the other edge of the galaxy. We've got to wait not just for them to evolve, but for the light to get to us, for the radio frequencies to even get to us, um, even of their ex accidental stuff. But then the width of our galaxy, it's hundreds of times that, thousands of times that to the next neighboring galaxies. Okay. So there's tons of empty space even between these these danishes in the sky, these cinnamon cake rolls yes. that we're living in. It's just an unbelievable uh, amount of space to try to peep through to expect that. But then on the other hand, this is a fun bit of info that I feel like kind of got buried that um, came back in the spotlight. Have you guys heard about 
uh, series. Serious. 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 Not serious. Serious. Okay. So there's this dwarf series. Series. Okay. It's this dwarf planet that is in the asteroid belt. It's the biggest asteroid in the asteroid belt, but it basically qualifies as a dwarf planet because it's around Pluto-sized-ish. So this fella, they've discovered uh, organic molecules that have arisen on it uh, seemingly in the way they might have arisen on Earth. It doesn't seem like any asteroid or something else containing organic molecules has hit Cirrus to place them there. But when you have the right compounds and uh, say you have warmth and mixing, a mixing around, because there's got to be some kind of energy to let things organize if they're not able to uh, move themselves, if they're not autonomous. And when proteins can form and things can form in chains, you have the opportunity for uh, organic molecules to start to get some organization. And it takes a long time, but I've, I've had a dish full of LEDs and if I threw a button cell battery into that dish of LEDs, even though one side of the battery is much smaller than the other, and they have to hit both pins and not have both pins touch, and they have to be both pins in the right polarity, it would still, if I did it enough times, eventually light up an LED. Yeah, yeah. So, like, right. any way that things can be organized in space will eventually happen, given enough time and jostling. And so that process has happened enough on series for there to be some organic molecules there, which just lends credence to the fact that another intelligent life could have spawned or at least some cool like uh, animals or something on some other planets. It's really not implausible. But what's difficult to comprehend is just the amount of space. So it's still more likely that nothing's visited us because of just how far it would have to travel. It doesn't mean that nothing's not out there. Right. Yeah, nothing yeah. is out there, you know. For sure. Yeah, actually, there was this uh, research. I can't remember his name because so this was so long ago I read about this. But he was actually uh, developing a theory where he wanted... It was just basically extending the idea of, like, evolution just to inorganic matter. And just say, like, it's inevitable for any type of matter to eventually become more complex just because of how, like, uh, matter joins together and operates. Like, how uh, different elements will join together and make other elements and then create more complex structures and mm -hmm. you know totally. so like similar idea to evolution but i mean maybe like thinking like that the life is inevitable on other planets it just may be like really hard to like cook up you need certain circumstances um that we know about but we might know not no, we don't know everything about it obviously and it's not impossible even though it's statistically less likely it's not impossible that we're not first Yes. It's true. True. Yeah. It's a weird set of circumstances that led to us uh, being the animal on this planet that values um, the prediction of the future so much more than other animals. So much that um, a greater percentage of our brain is born blank. And we have to spend a greater period of our lives being trained rather than dealing with instinctual knowledge that's less flexible um, of any other animal. That's yeah, yeah. probably the biggest difference. For sure. Yeah, Kaslami. Deep nez. Boom. Dig it. Nice job. Yeah, we're trying to learn. If you're not learning on this show, then 
Uh, totally stay tuned because we're going to make a learning happen <laughs> if it's the end of us. Gosh darn it, we're going to learn so hard. Well, don't they say if you're not learning, you're dead? Whoa. I, you know, I really think that a lot of the research into um, Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's and uh, dementia in general, um, I mean, of course, there's things that can affect you chemically and degenerative genetic things, but especially dementia, if you're continuously um, learning things and taking on new challenges or at least um, playing games that challenge different parts of your brain, it really staves off dementia. It's like a use it or lose it thing. Got Sudoku. it. Sudoku. Yeah. Yo, I, Sudoku is like <laughs> number one game for like fighting off like dementia and Alzheimer's. I feel Can't like do you it could now. Go, Won't be able to do it then. I feel like nor it, ever. <laughs> if an old person just like was Sudoku. My, great, or my grandma loves Sudoku and she died of Alzheimer's. Just <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, we, I feel like there's a conversational or like social element missing from Sudoku where if you just did Sudoku to strive, stave off Alzheimer's in your retirement, you might not be like fun to talk to. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't have like conversational skills, I feel like, would degrade. So, I mean, I think that's something to do, too. You have to stay social. The old people that seem young are just taking on challenges and doing things that a young person would be brave enough to do. And the old people that seem old are the ones that are like, ah, I don't like, what are these people doing this for? Ah, blah, blah, complainy complain. And uh, I'm not trying any of this. Uh, nothing tastes good. Nothing feels good. I don't know. I'm exaggerating now. <laughs> Thanks, Jim, for hollering in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. We got a, this is an interesting study that came out. So, the question is, if you found a random wallet or a purse or something that had everyone's IDs in it, all that, and some cash, would you return it? Would you take the money and say that you found the wallet without the money in it? Interesting you know? question. Right? So, and, you know, generally the idea is like if someone finds a wallet with a large amount of money in it, you'd probably keep it, you know? No. It depends on how much identification I could find in it. If I could get a hold of the person, I would, uh, I'd, I'd chat with them about it. And I'd, I'd ask them for some of it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm this, this not like, Hey, there's a, well, if there's a bunch, if there's like three bucks and I'm like, I feel bad for him, but it's like, so, I think you, you should always give it back if you can. Yes. Yeah, so at least offer it back. At least like, yeah. here's this. And definitely yeah. don't take anything that's not but yours. When you think of like, you don't want that just, to happen to you. Generally, do you think people would take the money? Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. I think most probably would, if not some. Yeah, I right. don't mean to derail your premise. You're totally right. No, most no, would no. just take it. But that's the interesting thing about the study. Is, is that not true? They found that people are more prone to turn in a wallet when it has more money in it. So the more money in it, the more likely they are to feel bad and turn it in? Yeah. Whoa, it's the opposite of what I thought. Yeah, but it's kind of encouraging, right? It's yeah, kind yeah, of a, yeah. Uh, just the fact that there's a high probability that people turn it at all is like encouraging for society. Because a lot of people that meet a lot of people um, tend to say that most people are cool. Most people are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that bad people uh, get more attention. Of course. And, and Unfortunately, whatever. that's just life. Anyway, you look at bad. Is this yeah. plugged in all the way? Thinking of good. So this experiment. Is that different? Your headphones were plugged in all the way. 
Am I better now? I don't know. You probably sound the same. I just saw that. It was for people could, listening. Maybe I pulled it out. I didn't think know. her headphones were plugged in enough. Speaking well, of good people that plug things in all the see, way. See, he gave it back. Yeah. He gave me the sound back. <laughs> That's me thumping That's my like chest with righteousness. That's you should give back people's wallets. <laughs> yes. All right. So the Money or none. And this fake looking key. Yeah. So the way the, the study was carried out, it started kind of small where this guy just wanted to do his own thing and he would just turn in like random wallets. Um... Like he would just turn in a wallet that could be traded. Like if someone called, he would get the notice, right? Uh, with different amounts of money. But eventually they, they wanted to test all this. So over the period of time, they turned in 17,000 wallets. So what they would do is they would wow. take a wallet with like someone else's contact information, but it would they could receive that call, you know? And they would take it to a public place like a post office or whatever, like front desk of wherever they're around and say like, hey, I'm just, you know, I'm a, I'm in town. I'm a tourist, whatever. I don't live around here. Don't know the area. I found this outside. Can you, you think you can handle this or, or help, you know? And uh, over time, it turns out they found that people, and they did this with like values of money. They didn't do like thousands of dollars. They did like 10 bucks to 100 bucks. Okay. And uh, when it was the higher range of money, people were more likely to turn it in. So. Huh. Yeah, it really is. It actually, this reminds me um, of a quick video that I just saw the other day, and it was this homeless guy. That it was, you know, one of those setup videos kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it was this homeless guy, and he watched this man drop his wallet, and he actually, you know, went up to him and was like, "Hey, man, here's your, you know, here's your wallet back." And the guy's like, "Hey, thank you so much." Well, come to find out, he gave him the money. You know, hey, thank you for giving my, you know, mm-hmm. so here's the money. This lovely man goes and buys food for all the other homeless men around. Yes. Homeless men. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's pretty awesome. Posse. Yeah. Like, hey, generosity, man. And, like, and, and so it's just, so when I think of that, I think about that type of person being, being good. That, that's what I hope the, the world really is, is that type of good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the majority of people are that like is that. a humbling ass story when I, when you watch it for sure. to see, and he didn't get anything for himself either. He bought everything else for everyone else. And I just could not, I just was like that, that is why we are on this planet is because of that. Yeah. It, it, we really are a hive species that, uh, that's our only confirmed verifiable path to immortality is the imprint we leave on the other people of this species of the other humans uh, that go on after us and take traits of us with them. That's the, not that we have to be immortal because as individuals, because our individual strengths are just part of like a society and a community and something that functions as an entity beyond us. And right. that, that's a form of deity that's really verifiable that does things like that helps people fly through the air uh, heals the sick. This is all communities and groups of people. And I want to see who's flying through air, bro. What am I missing out on? Well, there's no one person that can make a jumbo jet. It's a whole yeah. uh, crew. I got you. Yeah, that's that's not a one man object. That's right. <laughs> no, it's good. I get it. So things like that, and we do that on the regular. The rugs. So, hey, before we pop into our next little commercial break, I want to put something on the screen. For those of you tuned in, uh, subscribe to our YouTube Greasy Conversation. I'm going to... Oh, hey, shout out to RJ Russell. Uh, the Noble RJ, Homeless Man uh, is probably going to be his new band name. 
Hell yeah. That's a great band name. Homeless men as one word is is great. It sounds like a like a trade. Like a <laughs> right? I'm teaming that shit. Fade's teaming it right now. Homeless men union 702. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to put something on the screen from some of my favorite YouTubers that are POV drone enthusiasts. Oh yeah, this shit, dude. And they were in Hong Kong for the Hong Kong protests. And uh, it's really a trip. I'm not going to put it very full screen because YouTube will get upset. So that's why you're going to see only like a little bit of it. Mad but tube. Team Black Sheep, the, some of the best POV drone people, they flew drones like through the smoke grenades of the police officers. Um, Suckers! Which some rumor may be um, mainland Chinese uh, stand-ins. There's a lot of uh, interesting political levels to this to look into, linked in the notes. But during this time, it's also time for commercial chug. Wait, where am I at? Commercial time. Gonna make some bills. We're gonna get some commercials paid. Paying for the station with commercial time. Dude, why? True. A guy one time he pulled his pants down and bent over and spread his cheeks. What? What did the five minutes look like before that? Like, how did he, how did he just lead up to that? He was proposing. I was sitting there talking to his mother. Dude, why? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. And he what? did it in front of me and his mother. And his mother? It's just crazy. Oh. Yeah. Dude, why? Crying because his butthole was so big. But that's another story. Wait a minute. You can't leave that hanging out yeah, there. Pause. He's got a big butthole, but yeah. we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Right back to you, Jay. Yeah. Dude, what? Was it clean at least? No. It, I think that's why it looked big. It was brown, full of junk. Oh. Yeah. Not even, not even manscaped. He just got shit flexed. Are you saying what he needed was some? Like, I, I don't know. Are I you was, saying what he needed was some dude He was a teenager, and I'm, I told her. I said, I, I said, I don't think his butthole's that big. I think it was just crap. She started crying. He said he see some dude wipes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Get, get the address. Yeah. Ship him out a case of dude wipes. Y'all, I'm so sorry. I always send the stories in the wrong direction. No. They're, they're, no. They're, they're, it's quite all right. What other direction? Could you send it? Right. Uh, I'm intrigued. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Dude, wives. Some guy bent over and showed me his dirty puddle. Yeah. Someone's got a mic drop. Uh, someone's got a sound drop now. Dude, wives. Dude, wives. Dude exactly. Wipes. That's their new commercial. <laughs> I'm gonna cut it tomorrow. Make sure it happens. Yeah, you got to. I got a new. I got a new dude, wives commercial for you. Yeah. yeah. Let me hear it. Dude, wives. The guy bent over and showed me his dirty butthole. Dude wipes. <laughs> Dude wipes. The guy got naked in the rock comedy show. Oh, Dude, Dude wipes. My mind's eye keeps remembering. I don't want DudeProducts.com. What is Jesse Ray's barbecue? Well, it's a tiny, unassuming place with a modest menu of platters, sandwiches, and house-made sauces. Located at 5611 South Valley View by the smell alone, you're gonna know you're in the right place. Come try the award-winning slow-smoked ribs, chicken, pulled pork, hot links, and brisket. The sauce is also something to talk about as you will want to eat it with every bite. Here's a tip, their sauces, are available for purchase. When people ask you how do you like Jesse Ray's barbecue, you'll say like most people I know, I don't like it, I love it. 
Jesse Ray's Barbecue is 100% legit. Stop on by for a meal that will satisfy your barbecue-loving lips. Mention Radio Vegas.rocks for 10% off your order. Jesse Ray's, located at 5611 South Valley View on the corner of Valley View and Russell. Come in, take a bite, find out why they're so award-winning. Take a bite, find out why. Because they gave us so much food when we did a greasy conversation remote there at Jesse Ray's. Real talk, I was stuffing my pockets with it. I was eating it into the next day. When I have Jesse Ray's, it's like a, a festival of adventure in my mouth made of not just animals, but like the other stuff they have, their corn situation. Holy crap. But uh, I hadn't even... Uh, equally significant experience over at Scott Griffin's Golden Tiki. This place, world-renowned. There's like Disney Imagineer action going on here. There's parrots that talk to you. It's just the ultimate tiki situation. Check it out. From top to bottom, the Golden Tiki is the most interesting bar in Las Vegas. It has so many hidden treasures inside that you need to go again and again just to take in the great decor you may have missed the first time. The Talking Tiki who puts on a show over the bar or the black velvet paintings that tell the story of the pirate William Tobias Faulkner and his influence on the bar. You gotta love the Tiki-inspired ashtrays, including those that blow smoke when you leave a cigarette inside. Hey, don't steal them. That's not cool. Grab some friends and order the treasure chest used for the $499 VIP service. Or the $35 scorpion bowls. Or $45 zombie punches. The skeleton that puts on his own show. Or the waterfall. The lucky tiki you need to rub. The twinkle lights. I could go on and on, but just come down to the Golden Tiki 3939 Spring Mountain Road and experience the hidden hideaway for yourself. Did I mention at the Golden Tiki you should look for the Easter eggs hidden throughout the bar? Return and you'll most likely discover new things you didn't notice before. Like Wilson hanging out behind the bar. Or Bigfoot's footprint. The Golden Tiki 3939 Spring Mountain Road. There's big news coming out of Vegas. Your friends from RadioVegas.rocks wants to give one lucky listener a chance to win two VIP tickets with airfare and three days, two nights stay to see one of the greatest bands. It's the hottest residency in Vegas. We're talking about Aerosmith! All you got to do is download the free RadioVegas.rocks app and register to win. All information can be found at www.radiovegas.rocks. One lucky winner will get two VIP seats on stage. That's right, on stage to see Aerosmith live November 21st in Las Vegas at the Park MGM. Aerosmith and RadioVegas.rocks. Yeah. Wait. Welcome to your ultimate dance experience. DJ Fade. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. This is funky, fresh, faded, and elevated. I wanted to uh, start it off as funky as we can get it. Move your mind and get ready for the drop. Faded and Elevated with DJ Fade, right here on RadioVegas.rocks. Welcome to your ultimate dance experience, DJ Fade. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yeah, that's Hello, you. Hello, everybody. That's about Double you. Time. 
<laughs> Double time. Thanks, y'all. I appreciate you. We're listening right now to the Greasy Conversation talk show on RadioVegas.rocks, but featuring that person from the ad you just heard, Jordan Best Grimm, DJ Fade, Faded and Elevated. Hashtag Faded and Elevated is a powerful tag. It's got all the goodness. Thank you. Just check out that tag. If you're looking at the drone footage of the protests in China during the ads, you might have noticed... That video ended and it went to the the land show, the WAN show, which is uh, Linus Tech Tips. I got to give him a shout out. That's one of yes. my favorite, uh, one of my favorite YouTube channels. I love uh, Linus nice. and all his. I'm a WAN show fan. Um, so anyway, carrying on. Uh, be sure to support our sponsors. They keep these lights ablazing. Yeah. And mention Radio Vegas R Rocks when you talk to them. All right. So I just wanted to cover. Real, I mean, it's not really like. A news story, but Ooh. it is kind of cool and frightening at the same time. But in a Sugarland, <laughs> Texas, someone just spotted and took a picture of this alligator with like a steak knife stuck in their head, dude. Oh, God. On one hand, it's sad, but before you're traumatized, this uh, alligator has a lot uh, better antibacterial oh, yeah, yeah. situation, like living in a swamp. Um, and if it was removed, it probably like, uh, it's most likely not touching brain. There's a lot of bone right there. Yeah. Oh my. So which they had to really get it in there to do that. Well, people think that, uh, this alligator wasn't, uh, attacking someone. They don't think this knife was put in this alligator to fend off an attack. It was probably someone being malicious to an animal, it's that's still tragic and wrong. Yes. Uh, Cause this alligator is a little bit small to attack a person. Aww. So it's, yeah. it's messed up. Yeah. But it is, it's, it's really bad. It's very interesting looking though. Just don't be fucking with animals. People. It looks like it's really far in there, but supposedly there's a lot of bone right there. People say, um, so like if you scroll down into this, that's uh, in there article, there's a lot of reassuring at the, at the end from animal specialists that while unlucky, it's probably not as unhealthy as it looks. Just yeah, to reassure yeah. you. Uh, yeah, he's probably fine, and he looks like... Wait, he's got a lot of street cred now. The, the gangster factor. I would say he's, he's, the, he's the dude. Yeah, we can't disregard how gangster I that is. I think he's the boss. Say if I knocked on your door and that was coming out of my forehead. Hi. You'd be willing to listen to me. I would think right? so. <laughs> All right, this, this is probably the only story i really wanted to cover i mean this is probably the most important Whoa. the most important issue facing our time right now this is big and what's that, your number one all right so there's a campaign to change the name of fire ants to spicy boys <laughs> no is it b-o-i-s no it's just no it's just b-o-y b-o-y-s yeah yeah, yeah. it should be b-o-i-s <laughs> but they use the i the y <laughs> uh, so it's attracted 4.1 million signatures. Oh it's a my. referendum on the UK's uh, membership of the EU. The ads are covering the whole screen. Yeah, I, I can't look at the contents. This is uh, not effective. There's some choice quotes here. It's uh, this image though. The main question is: It's 2016, yeah. so I guess this is an older petition that's just been going on. This is the cheapest graphic I've ever seen yeah, used yeah, for a publication. Yeah. <laughs> it's like two different MS. Photoshop brushes around well, the It's totally amp. just like, I mean, it's, it's just, like MS Paint status. Oh just God, a meme, I love it. meme petition. No pad. 
Yeah, this is there's artists that get hired for these magazines, and Independent's like, nah, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, so it's 2016. There are 36 genders. Beyblade might be a new Olympic sport. Why aren't we calling fire ants spicy boys? I love it. It makes them sound less hateful because I really dislike them. It, it has taken far too long for this issue to be dragged into the public eye. <laughs> One signee commented, The time for this fire any nonsense to stop has come. Let's all just agree that spicy boys are called spicy boys and move on. <laughs> I feel like these are the go-go ants. Just they're so, the ones that party. Yeah, they're, they're the world the, can't be that bad if we've got a moment to talk about spicy boys. Yeah, but it should be B-O-I-S. For I sure. Like, yeah. There's, no one spells boy B-O-Y anymore. Oh, it's B-O-I. Get out of here. Gross. You fuck boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, saying. isn't that... Uh, That's a song from Lizzie Minks. Lizzie Minks has an awesome show on this station, too. I highly recommend looking up Mixtape with Lizzie, Lizzie Minks on the schedule page of RadioVegas.rocks. Well, it's Sundays at 10. Oh, you know another good one is Freakmaster. Oh, yeah. man, Freakmaster's show is great. Freaks. Um, but a rival to his would be... Um, oh, Pulsar. Uh, Pulsar. I like how I went like this and you helped me remember. Absolutely. It's just, I have a problem where I can't remember more than five names in a row. It's okay. Uh, we got you. So I had to toss a couple. Pulsar. Oh man. He digs up the best music. Um, he is amazing at finding um, bands staffed with both males and females in all assortments instead of just a bunch of dudes making music all the time. And it's new, fresh, independent stuff and well-established underground influencers. Uh, it's breathtaking. But then you go to um, Freakmaster's show, oh, and you think, oh, this biker-looking guy it does like high-end car paint. It's going to just be a bunch of rock. It's going to be like hair. And he busts out old funk and delicious which is my favorite oh, that he throws out is the yeah. funk oh, yeah. classic funk classic r&b even too. a little rap too oh he's he's all over the place um but in a certain pocket that is really trustworthy he's got killer taste so there's just a plethora on the station right now it's the time to be excited about radiovegas.rocks more than ever so please tell your friends we can't grow without you uh, if you if you got a little piece of knowledge, I have to. I'd be amiss if I didn't ask you to just spread the message a little bit. Just toss a little preach. Preach. Toss yeah. a preach, you guys. Toss a preach around. Can I get a name? Yeah. Can I get hey, a preach? Toss me, someone toss me a preach on Hallelujah. this. Hallelujah. Uh, hand me that preach. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So I ex I just found this article and picked it because. I feel like this, I read this headline like every single week. <laughs> and it says, scientists find the most Earth-like exoplanet ever, and it's nearby. Right? Like how many of we, those? Uh, we literally had that headline. It was like last episode. Like five of the times one. we've had That's that awesome. headline. At but least. we found one more Earthy. Yeah, and, and more nearby-er-y <laughs> than ever before. Yes. Right? It's like, Okay. We get it. Like exoplanets, you know, in the in the little, you know, cool space zone near the, you know, third planet area from the sun, you know. We got to get people excited, though, because we all grew up just assuming that there's stars around there and they probably have planets. And if the planets are the right distance and the right size, they could probably support life similar to ours. 
uh, if they got a handful enough water or methane or something else. Uh, uh, there's carbon all over the place. Uh, silica. We got, we got we got what we need. And but nevertheless, it's only very recently that we've actually confirmed this. So even though we've all all looked up there and thought this. This is actual proof. There's seriously not just... It's only a few years ago we discovered planets orbiting other stars and actually can confirm that any of those blinky lights out there even had planets. Um, you could argue that we were the only solar system for a minute. Yeah. We just, they're all so far away. But yeah. to, to know now that there's ones in earthy positions, a couple of them... Man, it's that Kepler. You guys, we've got some Kepler to thank. Uh, yeah, and this is a point I wanted to bring up earlier, but temporarily forgot because, you know, I'm spacey. <laughs> um, but we're actually like at a very interesting time as far as like the length of the universe goes. Because like right now, all the galaxies are moving away from each other just because everything's being propelled away from each other in whatever direction. So eventually, at some point in the future, everything's going to be so far away that we aren't going to be able to detect other galaxies or other light sources just because like, unless you have some crazy instruments, but as far as like, we understand detecting things like it's not going to be possible. Um, so we might be like in a small pocket of like space history where we could actually know and understand all this stuff and like, and still reach things they are only going to get. Yeah. Away. And like civilizations, like other species might develop on other planets in the future but they might be like too far away from everything else and they might just like totally go on their whole lives thinking they're the only thing that ever existed in the giant blackness. Yeah, the scope Black of things holes. is dramatic. I mean, you've got, um, don't quote me on this, but I mean, within like a dozen or so light years for like Alpha Centauri, all the way to millions of light years of, the thing, of things people, things that are far away. I mean, we haven't, we can't see the edge. We can't see where it even ends. So, uh, yeah, we just have like, yeah, we just have like the observable universe, yeah. which is like what 13.8, almost 14 billion light years across or something. <laughs> and the majority of the matter, we don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Dark yeah. matter is the majority of matter. And, <laughs> and, like, uh, and it flows through us all the time. Yeah. We know it's going through us. We don't know what it is or what it's made of or what. But, you know, even if it qualifies as matter. So, yeah, there's still a lot to figure out. But the amount that we've figured out just since we were in grade school when they're like, oh, yeah, protons and neutrons, that's the smallest thing. And now we know there's quarks inside there and the quarks can be pulled apart and another one seems to come out of nowhere. But it's not cratered or destroyed because of Newton's laws and stuff. But there's this quantum level. So the quantum allows for something to be in multiple dimensions. Uh, electrons exist in everywhere in a shell simultaneously until right. they're detected. So there's just like, whoa, we've got dimensions to deal with now. Well, and there's like a whole soup of like sub-subatomic part, like things that make up yeah. quarks. And then there's like gluons underneath that. And then there's things to make up gluons. And there's like a whole nother periodic table of elements underneath it all, which is really like interesting. Um, yeah. But, and yeah. the fact that we even discovered one of those in our lifetime, discovering the Higgs boson is insane. Yeah. Which is fun. Like I remember I, reading like, uh, I don't know, it was like an Einstein biography or something, but there was this physic, I can't remember who, but this physicist, uh, around that time when they were like discovering quantum mechanics and he made like he was very uh, a public figure and made the statement like oh, we'll we'll know everything there is to know about physics within five years 
<laughs> this was like 70 years ago or something. Of course. You know? Like, just give me five. Just like super cocky and like, oh, we found these little particles and like, yeah, we know they exist. We figured out everything. And like, this is like, people like dedicate their whole lives their and whole, ha- yeah. have dedicated their whole lives to figuring this shit out for hundreds of years. Dang well, you they guys. say that this happens often and they find these, these often. So I would hope that, I wish they would talk about it more. Kinda yeah, you do have to kind of dig because it's not like super popular when they're like, "Oh, we found another particle." Well, there, there has, they actually haven't found these particles on the quark level. There's still only, um, I want to say, like around a dozen of them, and even we not finding them very often. Yeah, and, yeah, that's um, a thing too. A, a couple of them are theoretical because they're them? only in the math. Well, you find them by smashing particles into each other and looking at what flies out, looking at the chunks. Oh. That's the only way we know how to do it right now. Obliteration? We don't know how to unscrew the VCR. We only know how to throw it against the curb at the right angle so that corner of the curb knocks the VCR apart. And then we say, oh, there's little wheels in here and there's a belt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you could probably repeat that same action a hundred, like, legit a hundred times, million times over. And it's the same each time. Yeah, and you need... Until it's different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, too. So these detectors can see these particles and the path that they take in 3D when these things split. Uh, they, they see it electromagnetically with uh, coils and stuff. And they uh, are trying to do it at higher and higher velocities. Right now, the whole LHC is being torn down and rebuilt as a bigger circle yet to get uh, higher energy levels yet so we can smash things into smaller dust and see. But I, I don't, in the math, in the theories, it's not likely there'll be smaller things inside quarks. I might eat my lunch on this, but we're on the process of confirming a lot of these particles that we know are there in the math that seem to be there. Yeah, the Higgs like, boson was one of those. There's it's like, like it should be there. Things that exist at like this energy level yeah, like we do the math on it and like, oh, something has to do this Well, it's variable. benchmarked. I mean, it's precedented, so they yeah. have an idea of where it's supposed to do. Yeah, like to we go should or see a, or be or whatever, but. a spike here means that yeah. this happened, yeah. Yeah, right. we so just the, can't like. The we fluctuations just, is where, is, is and where we just all the can't magic make, happens. And we can't make Clearing things. Clearing out the noise. Yeah, and yeah. we can't make things go like fast enough to like find out yet. That's a thing. Hey, we're really getting close to the episode in a hurry. Let's slam through the things that we have in our promo graphic. Because I really want to talk about this Russian poker star. Yeah, I want to get to that. This, I don't know if I've seen this in mainstream news at all besides Ange Kerfoot throwing this at us. Man, we got crack journalist Ange Kerfoot. Yo. Check out our new album that we just released together called Into the Whatever. Look it up on Bandcamp. If you like some deep heady beats shit like, hits hard man but they it's that soft hard it's like a yeah. a pillow fight i'm pretty sure that should be on faded and elevated there should be there one should of your be. tracks like tossed i put it i put it in the one drive in the play these songs That's, place now i know bro uh, so no, i no. got you on saturday i'm gonna i'm gonna send you a link specifically i actually told you i wouldn't forgot to That's okay. to give people the real inside baseball on that but uh, I check have that space out for you if you want it <laughs> we've got that pocket <laughs> But the Russian poker star uh, that was suspiciously died um, from a hairdryer accident. Yeah. The report is that this hairdryer 
um, accidentally killed her. But get this, she has an engineering degree. One, <laughs> two, uh, hair dryers. Last I checked, if they plug into the wall, even anywhere in the world, if it's not 110, it's 220. I know that's more voltage, but it's still AC. AC, you guys, doesn't lock your muscles. That's one of the reasons why the DC and Teslas has so many protection things. There's all mm. these uh, sheaths around the cables. Because if you get shocked by DC, that's a high enough voltage, which you in normal people in normal life, you're never exposed to high voltage DC. Yeah. It never happens. But it makes your muscles lock. Like on movies and stuff where you can't let go. Remember in Jurassic Park and they're like, oh, I can't let go. That sound, you love it. <laughs> yeah. you, you, uh, AC doesn't lock your muscles. You can always let go if you're being shocked by AC. Mm -hmm. So there's no way this hairdryer was electrocuting her in a way that she couldn't let go of it. According to what I looked into, because I had to, it was hard in American news um, to, to get more details on this, because I, I went to a couple different sources. This, is, uh, this link isn't the best one, the first one I clicked. But... Um, yeah. Casino.org was the one that had the best info for me that I found so far. Yeah. And they don't mention anything about her being in the bath with the hairdryer. She was using, so it's not like she dropped it in water and was electrocuted through the water, which also is, you don't die quick that way. You have to like want to die that way. Not only that, but any hairdryer that I've seen um, has a ground fault interrupter. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, but get this, you're in Russia, there's not as good as safety standards. Right. I did look online, you can buy a hairdryer without a ground fault interrupter. I saw one made in Russia, didn't have a ground fault in the plug. And they might not have the same regulations to have ground fault interrupters in bathrooms like you have to in America. Word. So all that put aside, you still can let go with a hairdryer. This is totally an assassination attempt. It's just like all of the other uh, people that either spoke out against Russia or uh, were spies that they felt were compromised. Um, and Russia had them, oh, they committed suicide. They jumped out a window. Oh, why are there claw marks on the windowsill? If this yeah, person yeah. committed suicide, Plus, is this another one of these for sure? I mean, look, she's like a, a pretty like high roller poker player, right? That's what she did for a living is just play poker. She's been on like poker stars, yeah. uh, popular Twitch streamer. All over streaming. Western media. Yeah. So that right there is motive. So for like, sure. So like, okay, if you, if you got money from playing poker, you're not going to buy some cheap Russian hair dryer, right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's another like, good point. We're going to dismantle this fucking thing. <laughs> All right. Yes. And like, when, like outside sure. of the movies, like whoever is just like gets in a bathtub and like has a hair dryer. Like hair dryers are always by the sink. Yeah. Not only that, but apparently she didn't die in the bath. From what I'm reading from casino.org, she was outside the bath. That was oh, another thing man. I looked into. Not only that, if you look inside a hairdryer, it's a bunch of coils that get hot. Yeah. And it's via resistance. So if you're completing a circuit inside this hairdryer, it has to be like at the base. Anything goes awry with these coils and you'll burn yourself, yeah, but they're, uh, they're all resistors between you and the electricity. It has to go through those coils too and they resist by nature. That's how they get hot. So there's no way to get the full voltage unless it's like the base, a frayed end, something in the handle, a bad switch. Mm. And then someone's got to like hold your hand on it. Damn. Some gloved hand like held her to this. It hand says, dryer. it says here, this is, this Some is, this is what I feel hand. like is a key. Damn. We're, we're digging deep here. This is what I feel is like a key point. Is. No, this is going to be on it's, Joe Rogan in a week. Watch out. It's that believed, always happens. Oh, it's well, believed you she it. may scoop him. It's may believe it's believed she may have banged her head. As a result of the electric shock. So that's a story they're going with. Oh, oh yeah. She couldn't have banged her head first. And then she couldn't have little... let go of the dryer, 
No, she just had to hold on to it. And then she slipped and fell and banged her head. Yeah. So unlikely. Sounds super plausible. Because this bang the, the head is, is why... Because a part of me was like, okay, it is tough to sneak up on someone and then hold their hand to an object. But you sneak on someone and you hit their head, then you just break a hair dryer and get some electrical burns on her hand and you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, handle. Put her, put her in like next to the bathtub and shit. It's put like some, textbook assassination. Yeah, that's like yeah, it's really sloppy too. It's not even like it's not even the best assassination. It's not even yeah. trying to cover it up. They're like, eh. But this it's how work. all the Russian ones look. This there's work. there's some injury that could have been done by an assassin, and then something else that was probably done afterwards that could be a probable cause for the first thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they could appear in the opposite like, order. Well, I I mean, it looked like he he was pushed out the window but if we consider that the russian government says that they don't have assassins he must have jumped yeah <laughs> <laughs> only 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 other option. yeah only other explanation so occam occam's razor yeah yeah so in, in soviet russia occam razors you <laughs> real talk though i know joe rogan isn't like trying to have news first or anything no 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 but like Every other episode, we have at least one topic that, like, Jamie ends up showing him or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've been scooping him hard lately. Bless his heart. So, uh, uh, bless his little heart. There's been all this news about this Tesla update, but it's been different news. Ange Kerfoot sent me... Okay, sorry. But probably should do a stinger because I'm changing topic. Tesla just released a new op, uh, update. Yeah. And they have a dog mode now. So in the auto air conditioning thing, you can put this thing and it shows the temperature and a message on the screen letting people know the car is safely taking care of these dogs in the car. And they're cool. That's dope. Super dope. But not as dope as this other thing they did. They teamed with this app developer that has a racing game to put the racing game in their center screen on the Model 3. But guess how you steer the car in the racing game? With the steering wheel? With the steering wheel of your car! Yeah! How cool is that? But the gas pedal of your car doesn't work, so people don't accidentally confuse it. But the brake pedal of your car will work. So in the game, you like Mm auto-go, unless you hit the brake on your car, and then you drive with the wheel. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so going to cause some issues when they actually drive. <laughs> well, you, obviously it doesn't work unless you're parked. Of course. I don't think it even works in like a drive through You have to be totally off. Well, no, but can't you see them trying to play this game in their minds <laughs> when they're trying to use their pedals? And then they're going to totally... You know, that's why the gas Tesla. pedal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's they thought of that, and that's why the gas pedal's deactivated. Oh, wait. so just the brake pedal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but when they're actually driving, is what I'm saying. You have to be, be totally out of the game before the gas pedal works to move the no, car. No, again. I get it. But when they're actually <laughs> driving, not playing the game, they're going to be like a game mode. Play- yeah. Yes, it's going to rile people up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what a concern. I'm I mean, impossible. Yeah. yeah, they should wait to like fully automated cars before they roll that out. Yeah. But uh, I ran into like a cool idea reading about automated cars so that you have like different, like imagine instead of owning cars, you just have like subscription services. Yes, that's inevitable. Yeah. But you have like different, different versions like of car, like different types of cars for the type of ride you need. Like you just need a quick ride to work. You get the standard, you know, pick you up, drop you off, whatever. But you're going on a long ride, you get a sleep mobile ah. with a nice, comfortable bed, little like lean it'll back seats. And it'll know? be cheaper than the cost of ownership of a car. By yeah. Car too. If you guys looked at Toro, I feel like this is the kind of beginning of this. Uh, a system like Toro will probably be something that a lot of people use instead of rental cars. Toro uh, is a 
a way for you to rent out your car. And you can rent a car that belongs to someone. Yeah, it's like B&B for your cat. So eventually when we all... Uh, Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, when self-driving vehicles are so common that uh, a lot of people are going to own one and then pay for it by renting it out when they're not using it. So their own car picks them up and takes them uh, when they go places, but then their car like makes the money taking other people. And they just have to clean it up. Just have to wash the barf out of it with the hose when they're not. Yeah, using no, it. that's. It's, that's why I'd rather use someone else's car than have, uh, have to, even my car that pays for itself have to clean it and stuff. Yeah. It'll be interesting if people yeah. like even. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting if people even own cars because I was yeah. like, okay, if you. Well, there's gonna be enthusiasts. I'm definitely gonna own a cheap car for fun yeah, sometimes. Taking the dirt sometimes, you know. But I think like if you could retrofit cars to become automated cars, which I think is like very, very be doable. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of people doing electric conversions. It's the matter of putting these camera systems up and calibrating them. Yeah. Because a lot of the autonomous developers are making them agnostic as far as what, as what vehicle. Yeah. Apple's secretly doing it. That's a thing. People forgot about Secret. that. Yeah, they're doing it like Amazon's rocket time. They're hiding it out. But you see Apple test cars. They're floating around. They are, yeah. So that's going to be a sneaky one, especially because Uber gave up. Did you know that? Yeah. Uber's <laughs> like, like no. Nah. Did you know that the stats came out as far as how often Uber's autonomous vehicles were dropping out of autonomous mode and relying on the driver? And it was like every seven minutes or something. What? <laughs> Dear God. Don't, don't quote me on that number. Yeah. But it was but it's like around that. It's, mm-hmm. it's a ridiculous number. Yeah. They weren't really very autonomous. They gotcha. were posers. But Uber has uh, arguably the most robust system to manage a rideshare service with another company's autonomous vehicle. Yeah, yeah. And that's totally. where they should really lean into. And that's the plan now. Since they ditched Kalanick, bless his heart. Uh, Go ahead and TM that so you can make some cash when they do it. The new the new <laughs> CEO for Uber has been awesome. He immediately initiated uh, tipping through the app, which is something Kalanick was against disgustingly. Because, um, like, so so many mixed feelings on Kalanick, and this is old news, but this is the Uber CEO that had great vision for what Uber did to democratize transportation and help people. But the vision was too far-fetched as far as how much it would really make drivers without tips. It's just, it's, in America, the price structure is not realistic without that level. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's so, very true. So he, was, he was really, really mild. Uh, like, for someone such a futurist with a lot of vision that did a lot for uh, a lot of people economically and made a whole industry, uh, he also uh, uh, sexually harassed people at work and was a, a cocky asshole that uh, would stubbornly was stubbornly ready to run the company into the ground for a vision that wasn't complete. Whereas right. we've got a level-headed CEO on Uber now, and it's making a big difference. That's great. Nice. All right, let's jump into our last... Uh, yeah. Last commercial jug. You guys love tacos? I do. Yes. I do. Okay, right? Yeah. Love tacos. That's my care. spirit animal. I don't care what gender you are or, you know, we just, we love tacos, right? Sexually identifies a taco. Yes. Whatever, man. <laughs> but, you know, Sweet. since we all love tacos, we all need to know about Pinjay's Tacos. And do you know where it's at? It's 9205 West Russell Road. It's an awesome place for lunch, dinner, or both. <laughs> Here... At RadioVegas.rocks, we love this place so much that if you mention us and order a blood orange margarita, they will give you a free gringo taco. What? Free gringo taco? Yes, that's 
right, that's what I said. And you know what else? It's like, okay, you're like, well, I don't really feel like driving over there. They have two locations, bruh. Two locations. But you need to get in on this deal. You must visit the Russell location. I mean, yeah, that's where you gotta go for the free gringo tacos. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? If you're just like, I don't have gas for that, but I have money for tacos, just go to the other one. But yeah, pinch is tacos, cause who else doesn't love tacos, man? It's back! The triumphant return of the Zoe Bowie Karaoke Contest. Brought to you by ZipFizz All Natural Energy. With a grand prize of singing your favorite song on stage live with Zoe Bowie and his band. It's the Zoe Bowie Karaoke Contest. For more details, listen to the Rockin' Comedy Show. Or visit rockingcomedyshow.com. And keep it right here on the station that sings with Zoe Bowie. RadioVegas.rocks. Hey everyone, it's your buddy Crazy Jay back again to tell you about Angel Wax. We've been telling you about it for a while. Angel Wax. We've been telling you about it for a while now. This product is absolutely amazing. Our boy Tommy Davis, the man behind Angel Wax, he has been working hard for you. He has been on tour. He has been traveling. He's done car shows. He's done conventions. He is spreading the gospel of Angel Wax, and it's working. A lot of people are getting into it. They love it. Those car enthusiasts that are spending their weekends detailing it like crazy, love it. If you want to outshine the rest of the cars on the road, the best way to do that is by getting some Angel Wax. Let Tommy Davis know that RadioVegas.rocks sent you to him to try this amazing product. Angel Wax, get in on it today. Okay, good. Glad that was a quick one because, man, we've got some serious articles going on. If you're just tuning in, this is the Greasy Conversation Talk Show on RadioVegas.rocks. No, you just muted your microphone. That's that one. Yeah, that's that's number two. Oh. Yeah. I, you pulled a me. That's my usual job is muting the wrong microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm on it. Can't have people not hear you. All right. So let's just, let's just jump into it. Last 20 minutes, we got a news chug. News chug. All right, so this one is pretty interesting. Um, you know, we live in a new world. We all have little magic devices that we all look at all the time. And it's great. You can, you can find out anything. But researchers are finding now that teenagers are developing little, they're calling them horns, but they're little like bone spurs on the back of the base of their skull. Uh because of like the mobile tilt. Oh, because of staring down. Uh, yeah. So Technic. Yeah, tech. That's that's a great name for it. Man, there's uh, some yoga we all got to be doing. That tech yoga. Yeah. So this little bone spur actually affects the way your neck supports the skull, and instead, like, moves some of the weight onto the uh, muscle behind your neck instead of like on your spine. Oh, body mechanics warning, you guys. Yeah. Can so I get a stinger on this body mechanics warning? That's major. Body mechanics warning. Behold. Yeah. So, I mean, look, everyone loves to like stare into their phones or on their computer all the time. I have terrible posture. I mean, I know it, I'm just kind of resigned to that. Like, that's just my life now. I don't know. Maybe you don't that bad. Because if you're aware of it and you're constantly adjusting back, that's m way more than people usually do. And you don't yeah. look like you have bad posture. I was going to say, it doesn't, I don't think you do. Yeah. As bad when, as I've seen When I'm not before, in public. You're I'm like not this. in public. When I'm at home, I'm like. <laughs> I love this sound. Just like roll posture. up into a little ball like a transformer. <laughs> 
I really think nice. though that there's ways you can like lie down and cuddle with your device and and love it and spend time with it that aren't going to give you a bone spur. I think Agreed. it's just yeah. You want to get on the next level. You got to get like the projector that just shoots onto the ceiling when you lay in bed. Oh. That's the move. I got I got ASMR with how much I love that idea. <laughs> That's the move. Yeah, <laughs> I got the tingles on that. That's a real move. I was gonna say you know elbows on the table is a thing. You let the elbow do the work. Yeah, and you can yeah. stare straight ahead. Pay attention to how you're positioned. You guys, if you uh, use a trackpad, try to keep your wrist straight. Don't have that ulnar deviation and uh, don't operate your fingers with your wrist crooked. This is some major tips and these are the first things you see and it makes a giant difference in how long you get to use your body. Massage therapists know this because if you go to massage someone, you notice you get tired really quick, but if you use good body mechanics and use gravity, then you can massage someone forever. It's one of those things, body mechanics. It's an, it's an amazing thing. It's easy yeah. to Google, too. A couple little tips change your whole tech experience. Massage. Yeah, the, you'd Tell be surprised friends. like how much just like wrapping your wrists a little bit like once in a while will help. Yeah, because warmth there tells your body to heal in that area extra. Yeah. It's like a message, heal over there because I'm making it warm. And even like well, you when I be careful, though, with the, the warmth, though, because yeah. then it'll over inflame and then it actually can be yeah. more harmful. Whereas more, that's why everyone, that's why you ice. Mm -hmm. So it contracts. Well, you got to do a con. You can combo after you, when you're in an initial injury, you need to ice that sucker for a while. I like passive warmth where I just put a sock on my wrist. I take, I cut off the toe part first, obviously. So I can still grab things. Come on. You don't want to admit it. I just put socks in my hands and I make people high five me awkwardly and I smell them. I smell them at restaurants. Syphil and you know, like Syphil and Ollie show. But no real talk, uh, sock on the wrist. You guys do it. It's cool. Yeah. It helps. You've probably seen that do that in past episodes. I usually have that. Sock on the wrist. All right. That should be a song. But that just reminds me if anyone, if anyone does remember like the old MTV show, Syphil and Ollie, go binge that shit. It's fucking great. Sock puppet show. It's tremendous. Syphil and Ollie, yeah. Dude. Yeah, it's Mike. Been a minute. Yeah, Good that's call. like. Matt back Mike in the quotes day. it a lot, keeping it crescent fresh. Nice. Crest fresh. Crest <laughs> fresh. Can we yeah. talk just for a second about the, the breastfeeding mother who squirted her baby? Yeah, oh I definitely God, wanted right? to get to that one. I just have to mention that that's great. We don't need to spend a lot of time on it except to celebrate it. Well, no, I mean, so for some reason, there seems to be this huge issue with. Mothers breastfeeding their children in public. Yeah, that's like it's like a big issue now, and, and it's like a, it's a magical. And, and it's, it's not like, like they got their tits out. Like, no. it, there's always a blanket covering the baby. Like that was you. Like, you did that once. Yeah, Embrace like you that. don't fucking remember. Like, what <laughs> the fuck happened to you? Like, what brain fungus did happen to you that like you have a problem with that in public because. Uh, apparently your husband like can't be bothered to not look at breasts. <laughs> I mean, like have some, have some decency, but yeah. So I mean, it was a thing. I, I mean, can understand it being awkward or embarrassing if I'm breastfeeding, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to be the breastfeeder, um, uh, sympathy. Cause some, some might oogle. But to shut down someone else's breastfeeding right. is like, mind your own business. That I ain't telling you not to go to pee. It. And I think yeah. that's what most people are like, well, I couldn't do that. So how can they? So and that most people because, you know, most people will automatically yeah. think about themselves rather than somebody else. Right. And I'm with you. I think the fact of it is like, let them do what they do. But I think most people, if they're 
closed off within that realm, they're like, oh my god. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like, hold on. Uh, there's a lot of other people in the world, and they've all left the town that they were born in, and they've seen people breastfeed their kids, and it's not that big of a deal, right? Like, get deal. over it. Yeah, it is what it is. You you did the same thing, like you said. So <laughs> I love it's that just weird how it's that like have never left the town to there. Thing. Well, I mean, like I just imagine it's that, it's that type, type of person. person. Like yeah. they finally take, they finally that venture, type. they finally venture out of their town and like go to the big city, and they see someone breastfeeding their kid, and they're like. Oh What's my Lanta. What's happening? <laughs> my my favorite will be when they just start like passing different babies off to other people right. than breastfeeding. <laughs> or <It's> kids. Like- <laughs> That's the thing. Breastfeeding a kitten, that might be kinda sexier that- in public than it should be. I would do that. And I, I would kinda no. I would what? be turned on by that more than a, a woman breastfeeding a child. If she's breastfeeding a kitten, that's way sexier, right? I don't know. Maybe no. it's not that horny <laughs> no. kind of sexy, but like the cute kind of endearing. Like, oh, that's neat. That's it's weird. No one should. It's beautiful. Uh, mm, I'm, I'm kind of with loss uh, on this one, yeah. All right. Maybe I took it too far. <laughs> well, no, but, a, but, a, a, but like a woman, human. Yeah, breastfeeding a kitten. That's kind of yeah. like double cute, that's right? Weird. If you no, obviously to. it's weird. I don't like think that's if, normal at if, all. Yeah, but I that, mean, but like, it's not endearing. I'm not saying that like I would masturbate to that. No, but I'd be like, oh, that's cute. Like, no, I'd, that's I would, just if I had a poster that on my fucking wall. Fucking weird. <laughs> no, I'd smile when I brush my teeth to it. <laughs> oh my god, what? Yo, well, I mean, this is if a, this is greasy conversation. Yeah. It's not bestiality either because there's not a consent issue. No. It's just feeding. It's just nutrition. Like, imagine if the woman <laughs> lived in an area where she didn't have access to bottles and she had to save this kitten's life. Save its life! She had to breastfeed Anytime the a woman is saving something's life, that's endearing. Yeah, it's true. I don't even know where to begin <laughs> to think about this. Because there was a video that I actually saw recently and it was a woman breastfeeding a dog, a puppy. Oh, that's different. That's gross. See? Yeah, kinda... so, oh, but a kitten's fine. <laughs> it's a dog, though. Yeah, but dogs are like yeah, dogs. Yeah. But a kitten's fine? <laughs> yeah, because... Okay, I am so... I don't I, even know what to well, say. Well, here's the thing. I can, I can explain this in one way. In the state of California, you're legally obligated to... Uh, forced. It's the law. You have to register a dog. You can't have a dog without a license. Right. The dogs have to be licensed. Okay. Because they have to belong to someone. They have to be. Um, they have to have a caregiver. Cats aren't required to have a caregiver. You don't have to license them. You don't have to have a cat license. They like belong oh, themselves. Oh, so it's fine to just take in the non-licensed. Yeah, yeah. Cats. Like this, this, but this if, kitten. But since you're a dog and have a license. Well, dogs yeah. are less autonomous, so there's less of a consent <laughs> issue. Yeah. That's, that's what the consent's less uh, clear cut with the puppy. Oh, dogs are just like four legged babies forever. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I see dogs. Where kittens are like, it's like a deformed person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Your face about it is the best. I told you this was a good luck episode. I, uh, <laughs> if you, uh, I, I have no words. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, All right. We got to chug a couple more. All right. So the <laughs> uh, New York State Senate decides to decriminalize marijuana use. It's not fully legal, but it is decriminalized. Uh, small amounts. So this is news because it's New York. Everyone yeah, else yeah. has already done this, but New York's. Yeah, a lot of it. other states. Lot I of mean, states. like Domino's. Can we talk about what Nevada did really quick? Uh, in Nevada. 
this is probably not going to do anything because it's a right to work state. I'll explain that in a second. But if you are drug tested for a job in marijuana, if you're drug tested for a job in Nevada and you test positive for marijuana, they're not allowed to refuse you the job because of marijuana. Uh, you can test positive for whatever and they can not hire you. Unless but, you work for the state. <laughs> well, not only yeah, that. Yeah, if it's a government job. Yeah. Not only that, but because it's the right to work state, they can refuse to hire you just anyway. Right. They can which for like any most, reason. Which a lot of states are. Yeah. Uh, or at will or right to work. So even though they're not allowed to consider that if they're drug testing you anyway and that data is available to them, they, there's nothing to stop them from considering. Yeah, they don't. They don't like have to say like, "Oh, we declined this. We we declined you the position because uh, you tested positive for marijuana." They don't have to tell you shit. It's not a civil right yet. Yeah, that so, would be nice. But I mean, like, it's yeah, it's just crazy. But anyway, but also this um, moves to uh, remove the criminal penalties of people who have who were like locked up previously or have. Uh, oh, penalties due to uh, marijuana. So great. Yeah, that's that's a really big step, which I think is important. And more states should like look into doing that because, it's like, you have coming. all the you have it's all starting. these like rich motherfuckers starting up in the and now that it's legal, like all these rich motherfuckers start up the marijuana industry and like you know, but people are still being locked up for it, which is fucking Absurd. ass backwards. Absurd. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Just, it's beyond hypocritical to something that like just doesn't make sense. It's it's actually haunting that our government can even function that way. Yeah. People can stay in prison for something that's not illegal anymore. And that it's like, it, or that they could ever go to prison in the first place is what we should be talking about because it's totally a nonviolent crime and like literally yeah. doesn't affect it's about those anyone signs. else. Every other country treats people and helps them uh, solve what the issue is in their life that's causing this them to turn to this addiction in the first place we just lock them in jail and teach them other criminal skills yeah so that they ha and then make sure they can't get a job when they get out we're yeah. just training criminals and we lock up one out of a hundred of everyone in america it's 10 times the next most incarcerating country which is brazil which is a corruption uh civil war country central yes. yeah and central lo america locks up less people than we do and we lock up more people than china which has three times the population yeah and, and, the, mind and they you, lock it's up all on your budget and they, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. And we have freedom of speech the, the, there's countries that lock up people for just speaking up uh, against the government right and left and they still can't lock up as many as we do yeah because we just lock up our mentally ill is what we do we just uh if you have any kind of mental problem um you just you're gonna start in jail before we do anything else for which it. which also is a nice segue also new york <laughs> uh they are moving to ban for-profit prisons from operating in their state mm. which yeah. is great and why Finally. the why the words for-profit prison even appear exists. appear next to each other at all is, is in fucking sane. Yeah, how did yeah. that man? Happen? Like, think about this, okay? Like these these companies, these corporations that own these for-profit prisons, lobby the government to make laws which make it easier or more beneficial to arrest people to fill the private prisons, so they get money from the government for housing these inmates. Yes. Like, what the fuck? There's a prison industry. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is... It's literally batshit insane. Yeah, not like, only that, I but it's, it's the easiest to target 
uh, minorities and people of lower incomes because they have the least capability to fight it. Yeah. Because it's expensive to fight. It's even like even the question of like bail is coming into question because like uh, being held because you can't make bail like ruins people's lives. Like most people like it's the the even if you're not even convicted. Yeah. The statistics in America are like I can't remember what the percentage of it is, but it's a large percentage of Americans that are like one or two paychecks away. Like if any of these people experience like if myself if I experience a major like medical catastrophe or if like something crazy unforeseen happened, like I just wouldn't be able to cope and like would be homeless probably, you know? Um, and a lot of people are like that. Like you're one major situation away from losing everything. Um, imagine like just getting arrested for like two, three weeks. You can't go to your job because you couldn't make bail. You couldn't, you yeah. didn't have anyone you could call that could like lend you five hundred bucks to get the fuck out of jail. And say you're falsely accused. Yeah. Or, or what yeah. yeah. And like your life is ruined from that point. Like <laughs> not like you don't have an income, you have to go try to find another job and like you're worried about you can't pay bills. Like it's just insane, man. Like the way we deal with shit is just I don't know how anyone's okay with it. It just seems insane. For real. You know the I think we can go later since the hosts of the next show are black this week. Consequently. Yeah, we could, we could do a, an extra 10, 10 minutes. Cause we've got so many juicy ones this week for, this is like the amount of news we usually have in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I want to, I want to say again, if you go to our website, greasyconversation.com or just woz.lol if you want to get there in a hurry, the page for this episode has a link to our live Google doc we're playing with right now. And there's just, so much fun juice in here to check out. All right. It's juicy. I do want to <laughs> go this one. So I don't know if everyone's been seeing these news articles pop up of like whales being beached. There's been a lot of whales just like beached in the last three to four months. Right. It's been like a more common occurrence. Um, people don't really know what's causing it. They're getting brave. Yeah. Well, it turns out <laughs> that. Uh, some of these whales have turned up and their stomachs are just like full of plastic. Plastic, that's what it is. Oh, like, they're getting on the land because they're like... They can't, they, they, their stomach is just so clogged with plastic, they can't eat anymore and they just die. So they nice. just end up beached, right? So thus far, it's turned out that there have been so many beached whales that uh, they're asking for private landowners space to bury them. Wow. Because the organizations that would normally handle these don't have the space to bury any more whales. And oh, there have been so sad. 70 gray whales. So not like blue whales, not the, 70. the mammoth. 70. Uh, yeah, this year. So and they're, these are like they're not like the, the blue whales that are absolutely massive, but they're 40 feet long fucking animals. They're that pretty big. A, yeah. And their stomachs are full of plastic. If 40 feet, that's the biggest uh, rental moving truck that you can drive with a regular driver's well, license. Like a CDL. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty crazy. Like, uh, yeah, but any, I mean, just imagine like there's so many just beached whales. You have to ask like private landowners like, oh, hey, can we bury some whales in your land? Like, and they're full of plastic. We can't count on the whales to clean the ocean. Yeah, their they're, bodies. they're not enjoying that's it. That's not what they're for. Yeah. We we killed too many of them to get their oil for 
old Volkswagen transmissions and stuff. Real talk, like if you have an old microbus, it might still have whale oil in the transmission. That's what we did with all the whales. In, like, yeah. Yeah. No, real. We just abused them. Real talk, like plastic is going to be the only legacy of humans. Yeah. Like after everything rots, after all the buildings fall down, the only it's thing that's going to be, be left is, plastic. is fucking plastic. What's well, it? It's an era. It's a layer in the soil. Now. Yeah. It literally <laughs> is. Yeah. That's going to be future archaeologists, maybe from another planet, are going to come back and they're going to just see plastic. And that's it. RJ recommends that we utilize the blubber, the blubber, but only blubber that they've willingly given us because we filled them full of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope Excellent. that all these poor whales died in Finland where they kill them. So now they don't have any to kill. Yeah, <laughs> Oh yeah, I did see that. Re- like Finland, it turns out like Finland kills more whales than Japan, which Ugh. Japan yeah, they- has been like notorious for whaling. Yeah, oh, which no, is it's like a big thing there. And they man, I didn't, I, I didn't know about that. If That's we crazy. could farm them, if we could have sustainable whale agriculture, but how silly does that sound? We can't farm what we. No. If we could try to farm some whales, that'd be nice, just to rebuild the population. But we can't just plant them in a prairie like trees. It's not uh, northern Oregon or whatever. They eat a lot of whale meat over there. Speaking of which, hmm. we moved to plastic when we were kids because of running out of it's trees. Cured. Lo and behold, now, uh, like, as I was growing up, I visited family in Oregon. They're like, well, look at these rows of trees we plant. The box company I work for, not in the present tense, this is in the past. Uh, this is a relative saying this. All of our boxes come from these trees that we grow, and we grow them in stages. So that years ahead of time, they're babies, and we have these ones down the road. We've been doing it long enough that we grow all the trees we need now for all the boxes. And it was that, I don't remember the name of the company, but it's the one that makes all the boxes. Yeah, Where yeah. it like has that seal on it. It's like that major box company. They're it's like, like the biggest make, one. We make boxes. Every other box is an imposter. Yeah, so after we had, after we had this issue of like popping on petroleum uh, plastics and uh, that whole propaganda because of running out of trees and owls and stuff. Meanwhile, now we're all backpedaling and saying, oh, we gotta make, we gotta make the straws out of paper. We gotta start making everything out of paper because paper degrades and we can grow more of it. It's renewable. Yeah. And if this you plastic it. thing was a sham. Yo, you know, like the, cr- I've seen some like crazy ads. Like I saw this YouTube ad just today, which was talking about how renewable energy in America is a delusion and we should focus on fracking and oil. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Because we can't run out of that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, oh, right. renewable energy is a delusion even though like other countries have been able to produce like 99% of their energy on renewables. Yeah. And I, it, d- Are you saying uh, that like uh, is this an American commercial saying that, that China's got something figured out that we don't? Because that sounds pretty un-American to me. Yo, these, like, it, it's just amazing sometimes, like, the blatant, like, propaganda. Plus, they've figured out a lot of stuff, but they're kicking our butt on renewable energy. And yeah. just, like, we, uh, they're, they're the oldest civilization. Um, the, I don't mean that there's anything intrinsically inferior about them, but we help them a lot have a technological revolution and yes. we've taken advantage of them every step of the way. It's been at our whim and to serve us. And then they've just stepped ahead. And now we have an issue because they copy all of our technology. 
and there's no like copyright or patent yeah. restriction there at yeah. all. And now they're a world power. It's an actual issue, but we had it coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're beyond a superpower. Yeah, they're they're doing more <laughs> clean energy than any other country right now. It's beyond. Yeah, which is good because you can't like breathe in Shenzhen. So yeah. They got <laughs> Well, and it's on our expense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we paid for it. Yeah, so good for them. It's the monster we bred. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> well, luckily. And we, continue to breed. So we got our, our boy, our famous, famous spicy boy from Pink Floyd, David Gilmore. Oh, Super spicy, spicy boy. Spicy boy. Spicy uh, boy, Dave. He, I like it. He actually auctioned off 126 guitars. Uh, to raise money for climate change and raised $21 million. Good nice. for him. Damn. Most notably, the uh, highest guitar sold for $4 million. And it oh, was, was the it one. Was Black Strat? It was. <laughs> I called it. You nailed it. Yes. It was the Black Strat that used to great. record Comfortably Numb. Yes. Shine On You Crazy, Diamond, and Money. Uh. Um, probably top three <laughs> best yeah. Floyd songs ever. Does it say ever. that guitar's name? I wish I remembered it. It has a name. No, yeah, it, just says it, the, it just says the iconic Black Maybe Stratocaster. Maybe name it. Maybe you named it, and you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> So, but Man. that's, I mean, doesn't he look like a cool wizard now? He, is he does a wizard. look like, he does look like a crazy wizard. And, uh, He's amazing. Hey, other celeb news. Jack White doesn't use a cell phone. I know. I love that. <laughs> that's another Andrew Kerfoot scoop. He's, he definitely Gamer seems like the guy him. who would never own a cell phone, who like never right? needed to. He used to he doesn't make, need nor want to. When he had an upholstery business, he would make invoices and in crayon. Nice. <laughs> That's a good move. So Jack White of him. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally one of my favorite people. Yeah. If you didn't learn something in this episode, play it over again for your friends. Because mm. yeah. they'll teach you something you missed. Or your pets. Mm. That's they'll right. They'll also teach you something Yeah. You feed those kittens good. Yeah. So this is one I wanted to... Uh... No. Do not feed the kittens. No. Do it. At least we know where you stand on. At least do I got it. an opinion on no, it. No. That is not what you're supposed to you're do. You're clearly against it. Now Give it to know. other mothers who can't breastfeed, not kittens. All right. So this is a uh, psychology article. Uh, Make a little adjustment now. Yeah. Now my nipples itch is what's going on. Just trying to discreetly yeah, handle that. It's because it's called cat scratch fever. No nipples on yeah. Twitch, you guys. You know, Twitch has a nipple detection algorithm. I bring it up every time. Yeah. I'm so amazed by it. Quit it. So, you, really? Yes, for sure. Oh, my yeah, God. You can't even fl- you can't even you like can, flash the stream a nip. gets cut off in progress. Oh you can't God. even, like, hold up a picture of a nipple. For sure. And it's out. Yeah. It just oh. picks it up and you're done. So... Anyway, so all so this nipples is, are the same. Yeah, they're all true. created equal. It's yeah. true. Unlike people, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. Depending on which uh, which uh, governmental structure you live under. I'm sure they're eating Chick Fil A right now. Hopefully, we can only hope. <laughs> all right. So this kittens like Chick Fil A. <laughs> so this is a, a psychological research, but it's about the idea of like people. Feeling unfulfilled in their life because I'm sure we all have a lot of goals or, or things we think kind of fleetingly. They're like, oh, I want to do that. Like, it would be awesome to do this thing. Like, you know, if you're whatever it is, uh, write a book or climb Mount Everest or 
you know, any aspirations that a human can come up with. But a lot of times those can become depressing because uh, we bite off more than we can chew. So a lot of the times I don't know, I'm like that. I'm sure a lot of people are like that. Um, and it ends up being kind of depressing because you're like, oh, I always wanted to do this thing. Life gets in the way. I don't have time for this hobby, you know, whatever. Um, and it's just about like obsessing about not doing a thing isn't really helpful. Um, if you can't do anything about it, why worry about it? Which is like an old, I guess, it's like true. Buddhist idea too. Um, How to why, stop worrying and start living by uh, that seven, not the it's the dude that did how to how to win friends and influence people Carnegie. There's yeah, a Carnegie yeah, yeah. book called uh, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. That's mm. like the main point of it. It's yeah. a bunch of stories of, that are examples of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's uh, yeah. I mean, that's like uh, I think in Buddhism, it's just like worrying is the is the least productive human activity. Because if you're worrying about it, it's probably the case that you can't do anything about it immediately. And if you can do something about it immediately, you should just do that to stop worrying about it. Right. Or otherwise, just accept that you want to worry about it and keep worrying about it. Embrace um, that. But the it's overall... Bad for I, your heart, folks. Let yeah. it go. The overall I, idea is like, don't be so fucking hard on yourself, man. Yeah. We're all people. Life throws a lot of shit at us. And uh, it's not always easy, and we don't always have time to do the things we want to do. But if you really want to do it, make a plan uh, and try to follow it. And if you fall off, just hop back on the old bicycle. Keep riding. Is this like a beautiful closing thought that you're giving chop, us? Chop, chop, chop. I wood, guess so, baby. yeah. That's nice. Dude, we've got some Power Greg hosting this episode. It's really I nice. I think this is like a Power Greg episode. Yeah, that's that submarine of knowledge coming to pick you up, take you back to... Back to your bus stop? Submarine yeah. bus stop? Yeah, back submarine. to your submarine I'm ready for stop. the submarine Uber to come and pick me up uh, so I don't got to drive nowhere. Yeah, that's a good move. Mm-hmm. Or Lyft, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, Lyft yeah. is what's up. For sure. All right. Is this, is this all we've done? Is this all we've done? Which is literally the name of this song. If you want to look up our first album as a uh, band, Crazy Conversation, we're actually using music that we made as a band right here. I think you know that already. Yeah. Stay tuned to RadioVegas.rocks. There's going to be more awesome content. Even though the next show uh, is dark this time, it's an awesome show, and you can check out past episodes at twocluelessdudes.com. Highly recommend. Um, they let me produce them, so I've got a vested interest in their well-being. And, of course, the other cool shows I mentioned, just check out the schedule page on RadioVegas.rocks. And don't forget to get the app. It's not going to be bad for you. We have it on our phones and nothing bad happened to us, I promise. You know I'm really anal about stuff like that. I haven't gotten any frustrating notifications or nothing. I'm registered with it, and I can't win the Aerosmith tickets. So I'm counting on you. I'm counting on all you guys to win these Aerosmith tickets. And tell us about it. Tell us about it. That's right. Tune in and stay tuned and never untune. And I'll see you Saturdays. Saturdays at 4 p.m. Faded and elevated.